Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. But it seems like Patriots brass want the alpha wide receiver. We as fans want it. We've wanted it for a while. Will we get it? Will the Patriots depart from the typical Belichick thing and make that deal? Priority number one for the Patriots this offseason appears to be appeasing the fan base after a disastrous 2022 season. And one thing the fans definitely want is a real wide receiver one. Could that be coming for the team this offseason? And what would that look like? We have thoughts on that and more coming up next. But first and foremost, it's the Patriots Wire podcast. It's great to have you with us and welcome to the show. It's Ryan O'Leary here playing host, joined as always by Jordy McElroy. Jordy's the managing editor of USA Today's Patriots Wire. Jordy, how are you, my friend? I hope you're okay after Monday night. It was that was a tough one for Tom Brady. Uh, so us, us Patriots fans trying to hold on to that thing uh, that didn't go very well on Monday night. It's just been a rough couple of weeks, my man. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> you go from you go from the Patriots getting beat by Buffalo at Buffalo, hoping for a chance to get there in the playoffs. And then, you know, like you just said, we're hoping Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could do something so we can have something to hold on to. Right. And then they get freaking drilled by the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, other than that, man. Yeah, I'm I'm OK, I guess. Still in mourning, but I guess I'm OK. <laughs> For sure. And we're going to work through it here. I mean, of, of course, we do a weekly podcast here. And of course, right after our podcast drops, this uh, this like joint statement comes out from Belichick and the crafts that we're, we're going to start interviewing for offensive coordinators and, and all this. So we didn't get to cover this last week, Jordy. So we might be a little bit late to the party here, but we just wanted to kind of give our takes on this thing. The Patriots coming out and saying not only are they going to keep Gerard Mayo and Gerard Mayo is now canceling interviews with other teams to be a defensive coordinator or maybe a head coach, which I find super fascinating. And we'll talk about that as well. But the the fact that Belichick, he, he loves to go without a coordinator. He's really been picky about titles, especially later in his career. And uh, the craft saying, no, we are hiring for an offensive coordinator. So basically letting the fan base know that Matt Patricia is out and that we were hiring a new offensive coordinator. And it's just interesting, Jordy, because for 23 years with Bill Belichick, the Crafts have really just done their thing on the business end and let Bill make all the football decisions. And now that has changed, right? And, and what has changed? It kind of got me reflecting on the season a little bit, like specifically like how the Crafts view 2022 and then the business going forward as a whole. It's like, when you think about it, the Patriots are an entertainment business, right? And when you think about where this team has come post Brady, the Patriots have not been very entertaining, have they? They've been a boring product. They've been middling. They've been hovering around 500. They've just been a bad product. And you know, the crafts know this, right? So I think the team has gone from like must watch TV to barely watchable. And I think that's part of what's driving them to be like, it's not like they're threatening Bill's job or anything, but they're saying, Bill, this is what we're doing. Do it. You know, we're going to, you, you hire the guy, but you're doing this. No more of this no offensive coordinator stuff. No more, you know, putting your guy Patricia in charge and, and saying, no, he'll do a good enough job. It's like they are now taking action. And we haven't seen that in like 23 years, right? They didn't have to with Brady. 
But now I think they've gotten to the point where they're like, all right, we need to fix this. We might end up losing the fans if we keep being putting this product out every year. And it's like, it's kind of refreshing to see. It kind of it goes back to that letter that they sent out to that they sent out to to season ticket holders, basically telling them that you know changes were coming, and now we're seeing we're, we're actually seeing changes. So so this wasn't just you know they're just not just just speaking words, um, just throwing words out there to stick. You know the the crafts they're they're very serious about this, and I don't think it's I don't think it's just for the fact that, that the Patriots had a losing season. That's not just it. Like the Patriots were embarrassed this year. This was an embarrassing season for the Patriots in, in, in many, many ways. You know, losing is one thing, but being the punchline, you know, being being that joke that people make fun of, you know, that's it, that's not a good thing. I mean, we we laugh and joke about the the whole lateral play, all of that stuff. Like, I mean, that that's embarrassing stuff, man. That's like that's that's almost actually, you know what? This is sad to say, but it's on the level of more of of the Mark Sanchez butt fumble. That's where we've gotten to yes. as the New England Patriots as the New England Patriots here. You know, you you went from a six-time Super Bowl winning franchise to that. It's embarrassing. And it's not going to get any better unless there's some serious changes that are made. And I think the crafts, they wanted to come out and they wanted to make a statement. They wanted to let the fans know that, hey, we hear you. Like we we are embarrassed by this product. This is not who the Patriots are as an organization, and we are going to make changes. And Belichick, I guess, either get on board or get off get off the train. And 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 Belichick, he's still going to be making these decisions. Don't get me wrong. I don't think this was was a situation of the craft just kind of coming in and being like, you have to hire this guy, you have to do this, you have to do that. But I Agreed. do think that they wanted to. They obviously wanted to to get that message out there to the fans. And kind of maybe maybe nudge Belichick in the right direction. We'll we'll put it that way. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. I think they told Bill this is what we're doing. Now you and I agree with you, Jordy. You make the call, Bill. But enough's enough, right? Enough's enough. Uh, no more of the status quo and you just deadpanning into the mic uh, yes. at these press conferences. No, we're going to give the fans something that's uh, something that's going to enact change and be something that we can kind of hang our hat on because again. I agree with you again, Jordy. It's not the record. It's the product. The product uh-huh. has been, it hasn't been entertaining enough. It hasn't, it's been kind of boring. It's, and it's been mostly because of the offense. That's just not very uh, imaginative. You know what I mean? They just, it's not like they're rewriting the, uh, the playbook there on, on offense and doing these like amazing, innovative things. It's kind of the opposite of that. Uh, for I mean, they got bumped out of a primetime game. I mean, these are the Patriots getting, the- getting bumped out of a primetime game. For Giants, Washington. Uh, Yeah, that was painful. (laughs) That was painful. So they're interviewing candidates for offensive coordinator, uh, Jordy. So let's start there. What kind of candidates are you expecting? Obviously, Billy O'Brien. We're hearing a lot about that. And I saw on Patriots Wire that he's not, what was it? He's not gung-ho about coming back to the Patriots in the same role. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not gung ho, but but still, he's he's the top target right now. Yep. It's Billy O'Brien. I mean, it's you know, Cliff Kingsbury's out there is is, is someone people have talked about, but but obviously the guy the guy's Billy O'Brien. We all know that, so no secrets there. Yeah, he's the target. I think Cliff is isn't he out in Thailand with a bunch of like hot young ladies or something? He's like doing something. Hey, he's he's hey, doing his thing. Again. Yeah, he's he's blown the, guy, up the guy had a rough season, man. Had a losing season. He's just trying to trying to enjoy some cliff time there. <laughs> he is. He is. Thank God the HBO uh, Hard Knocks cameras aren't with him out in Thailand. Hopefully, he can have some privacy. Uh, another name to watch is 
Nick Cayley, right? Because the Patriot way has been promote from within, right? Usually you don't get the outside hire. And I actually like that approach for the Patriots. Like, I think they do that right. Like, you see all these teams across the league constantly shuffling the deck, not only with head coach, but with, well, usually it's head coach, right, Jordy? And then they bring in the new coordinators. The coach hires the, the staff. And you're just constantly reshuffling and changing the system. And how many quarterbacks have just gotten screwed over because of that? Uh, just constantly changing the system, changing the playbook. Now, the Patriots might have done that to an extent this year with Matt Patricia, and they changed some things. It was definitely a different offense than what Josh McDaniels had. So what do we do now? Is it year three for Mac in a different offense? Do they go outside higher at offensive coordinator? Do they look at a guy like Nick Cayley and try to maybe piece together some of the things Mac liked from the previous thing with, with Josh McDaniels and some of the stuff he might have liked from Matt Patricia and, and find something that works? Like, I'm looking at that as too, because the outside hire at offensive coordinator, not something the Patriots typically do. So that would be interesting if they went that route. Um, I'd be kind of stunned, to be honest. Belichick, he's already he's already given a little bit with the with the announcements and stuff there. So we we might not want to get crazy. Like may, maybe he's just kind of dipping his toe in the water <laughs> of change a little bit. But yeah, I would expect. I'll, I'm still I, I I still think that they're going they're going to end up with Billy O'Brien as their offensive coordinator when it's all said and done. But I'm actually I, I agree with you. I think Nick Cayley, the tight ends coach, I think he'd be a great in house option. For the Patriots as well, but the one the one thing that does concern me is the fact that Nick Cayley was there this year. Like, I mean, it's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge really that better of options than Nick Cayley. He's been there, and people were talking about him as a potential option this year, but they went with Matt Patricia. So it does kind of make you wonder, you know. I mean, unless he's just improved to the point now where Bill Belichick is ready to pull the trigger on that thing, it does kind of make you wonder what Bill Stankin was there, you know, this season. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, Nick Cayley's getting he's at least getting interviews elsewhere for other jobs. Yes. So it makes you wonder if that could influence the Patriots at all. But Billy O'Brien, no Patriots fan would be upset with that. Billy O'Brien's a real offensive coordinator who's been in this system and should be able to jive kind of perfectly with Mac Jones and do that thing. He's literally at Alabama right now. So uh, that should be perfect. And so we'll, we'll keep our eye on that for O.C., I guess root for Billy O'Brien, but also who could it be on and from an outside candidate? Even a Cliff Kingsbury would be kind of a departure from the norm. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Another thing that we hear, uh, I guess, coming through the reports from Patriots brass is that they would like an, an alpha wide receiver, Jordy, right? They didn't feel like the Patriots had a wide receiver this season that opposing teams had to game plan for. Uh, we all agree with you. <laughs> crafts you know what I mean crafts or whoever that's coming from we agree when Jacoby Myers is your wide receiver one uh, that's not great uh, and with all the respect in the world to Jacoby Myers I love that guy and I love that player uh, but what's interesting like how do you get a wide receiver one um, how do you upgrade that room Jordy when Jacoby Myers might be the number one free agent on the market entering the offseason right I mean he might be the guy and we all know the history at drafting wide receivers it has been awful so is trade the thing we're really talking about here? Is is the next big thing for the Patriots? And as they make changes to the offense and they interview these offensive coordinators, is the next move, okay, let's make a trade for an alpha wide receiver because I feel like that's the only way they fix it in short order. Uh, the free agent class, the draft class, that stuff doesn't, uh, doesn't make much sense or I don't love the track record in the draft, right? So it feels like trade's the option. 
Yeah, definitely trades the option for the Patriots right now. And they have to upgrade. I mean, we we you know, we we've been kind of talking about this since Randy Moss, which is which is kind of crazy to me. The Patriots have not had that elite game breaking receiver. And I'm not talking about a good receiver. I'm talking about an elite guy that the opposing defenses have to really take account of and really take seriously. I mean, you know, it's Devontae Parker, he's a really good – he's a really, really good receiver when he's healthy. You know, Kendrick Bourne, a really good receiver. But you go out there and you get like a – you go out there and you get a DeAndre Hopkins, you go get a guy like that, now now we're in business. And that's something that the Patriots don't have. And you look over – you look over the rest of the AFC East division, man. I mean, these guys – these these guys are monstrous offenses. Josh Allen's already one of the best QBs in the league, and he's throwing to freaking Stephon Diggs. And then you look at Tua. When Tua was healthy earlier in the season, I mean, we were looking at Tua like he was the, like he was the second coming. I mean, this this guy was breaking out, and he's throwing he's throwing to guys like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and like you said, Mac Jones is throwing to Jacoby Myers. And which and what's even sadder is the fact that their leading receiver, the guy with the most receptions. It's freaking Ramondre Stevenson, the running back. So, I mean, come on, man. We've got to get some help at receiver. It's time to go out and make a big move. Go out and get a guy like a DeAndre Hopkins, assuming the price is right. And the thing is, a lot of things, a, a lot of stuff is lining up in a direction for them to be able to get a guy like that. You know, there's obviously a mutual respect that thing there going between him and Bill Belichick. So it seems like he likes Bill and he would and he would probably want to play in New England. So that's important. And then the fact that, you know, their their general manager, Monty Austinfort, um, I don't know if Patriots fans remember that guy. That guy's done a lot of work in the Patriots organization as a former exec. So to see him over there, Bill Belichick could probably work some moves with a guy like that who would probably want to send DeAndre Hopkins to the AFC instead of keeping him in the NFC. So some things are working there in New England's favor. It just obviously depends on the trade price. We would have to see what what, what that ends up looking like. But I feel like you you, got to make a statement here. You need to go out. You need to go get a guy like a DeAndre Hopkins and and give, give give Mac Jones that elite weapon that could potentially turn the 2023 offense around. Yeah, it's a great point. That's a great connection too. Uh, that that Belichick could go through for a trade, and just using that example that you threw out there, Jordy, of the AFC East, right? The Bills, they have their guys that they drafted and developed, like a Gabe Davis, and then they traded for their alpha guy, Stephon Diggs, right? The Dolphins yes. have the guy that they're developing, Jalen Waddle. They drafted him in the first round. They traded for Tyreek Hill. So this is what you do. So we have our guys we drafted. Our Tyquan Thornton. Now let's trade for the guy. You see what I'm doing here? Let's let's trade for the guy. Is it D Hop? Is it T Higgins? Yeah. Is it Brandon Ayuk? I don't care. Just go out there and get us a wide receiver that we know is the guy to go to. We've we've been bitching about this all year. Yeah. That on third and eight, if you gotta have it, you go to that guy. Even if he's double teamed, he'll catch the ball. We need that player. We don't have that player. But again, even this would be a departure for Belichick, right? And that's what we're looking at. Is this offseason going to be this departure from the norm for the Patriots? Are they going to go against what we've seen from Belichick for the last 23 years? Because well, the draft is not working, obviously. I mean, like, I, I, I was in the draft room when the Patriots drafted to kill Harry. I, I was in there. And just looking at the rest of the reporters' faces, they were like, <laughs> what in the hell? Like, who? What are we doing? What, what, what are they doing? And I'm just kind of sitting there, you know, just 
twiddling, twiddling my thumbs, pretending like I cover another team because it was such <laughs> a Belichick draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a departure, man. So it's like Belichick's with the wide receiver position, especially if he's not trying in the draft, it's like, whatever, just give me the receiver with a good attitude who fits our system and we'll coach him up. Give me Jacoby Myers. That's his thing. But it seems like Patriots brass want the alpha wide receiver. We as fans want it. We've wanted it for a while. Will we get it? Will the Patriots depart from the typical Belichick thing and make that deal? I don't know how realistic it is, Jordy, but I'm rooting for it. You know what I mean? I really am. (laughs) Because DeAndre Hopkins on the Patriots, T. Higgins on the Patriots with Mac Jones in year three, like, now we're talking. That'd be kind of fun. Yes. yes. With a competent offensive coordinator. Yes. Yes. That is. Yes. Exactly. With Billy O'Brien as offensive coordinator. So we continue to wish for this pipe dream to come to come to fruition. Right, Jordy? <laughs> That's what we're rooting for. Uh, let's get to Gerard Mayo. He was also part of this joint statement. The Patriots made it very clear that no, Gerard is not going anywhere. We are going to promote him. Now, I'm not sure. What's the title, Jordy? Is it assistant head coach? It's something like like in that neighborhood, right? So, I mean, there, there's no official title yet, but that's that's kind of what everyone is thinking. Everybody's thinking the, the, the word out there. People are people are thinking that it's going to be the assistant head coach uh, title of Gerard Mayo. So we'll we'll still have to kind of wait and see. But I I can't I can't honestly see any other title for him to be willing to turn down a head coaching opportunity with the Carolina Panthers. So it has to be something pretty substantial. Yeah, he's literally canceling interviews. Like he's yes. like de- declining interview requests to stay with the Patriots. And it's so it's so Patriots that we don't know what the title is. Right? We don't know. We're assuming <laughs> it's assistant head coach, but we don't know. No title yet. Poor Gerard. Uh, now, this was interesting as well, right? The Patriots saying we're not going to lose Gerard Mayo, one of our, you know, one of the you know top players in, in Patriots history, at least top linebackers we ever we've ever had on the team in the franchise history. And a guy that we've kind of developed as a coach over the years and a guy that seems to be a bright mind that other teams are very interested in, especially teams looking for a head coach. Drop Mayo has been a name that's popped up uh, multiple years now. The the crafts coming out and saying we're not losing Gerard uh, and what we're going to make him assistant head coach. Bill, you're going to work with Gerard. You have too much on your plate. Is are we seeing that kind of thing from the crafts here? Uh, what do you think, Jordy? What's what's the motive here? Is it just is this another thing to kind of appease the fans and say, hey, look, we're we know that losing a guy like Mayo, that would hurt our the Patriots fans. Patriots fans wouldn't like that. That would be a negative thing. And we can't have any more negative. We need to really get on this train, this positive train here starting in the 2023 offseason. So we cannot let Gerard Mayo get away. We'll pay you whatever you want. Gerard, stay. Is that what we're seeing? What do you think? Patriots actually, I I think is is really simple. I think they just they really like Gerard Mayo, and and obviously when you see all of these opportunities coming out, you know even though Gerard Mayo didn't land a head coaching job last year, I mean there there were teams that you know the, the teams that he did interview with they they came away with a great impression uh, of Gerard Mayo. So it's he's one of these young rising up and coming coaches that, that's incredibly talented. And if you're Bill and you look at Bill Belichick's situation, you're 70 years old. I mean, this is this isn't necessarily the Josh McDaniel situation, even though I do feel like the Patriots in ways probably regret, like not letting Josh know how much they wanted to keep him in ways. But in this situation, Bill Belichick is 70 years old. He's he's closing in on that Don Shula record for all time wins as an NFL head coach. And you can kind of see the light there at the end of the tunnel 
You know, it's it's almost over. And you have to start kind of putting a succession plan in place. And I honestly, and I honestly think instead of more so of Robert Kraft, I think Bill Belichick wants to keep Gerard Mayo because Bill Belichick is looking at this thing. Who who better for him to hand his baby over than than the guy he drafted? You know, one of the greatest one of the greatest leaders of all time in the Bill Belichick era of the Patriots organization. Gerard Mayo is phenomenal. So to have that guy, you know, you draft him. You bring him up in the NFL. You help develop him into this amazing leader. And then for him to kind of fall in line and go right to you and coach under you, you build him up, you teach him, he learns everything from you, and he comes behind you for him to eventually be the guy to take over. I mean, that's I mean that's, that's classic Belichick right there. That's that's a hell of a way to go out, in my opinion, to kind of to kind of keep that tie in there. You know, like even though he would be gone, Belichick would still have a kind of a tie in there. Because Gerard Mayo is a Belichick guy through and through. Yeah, uh, even more so than Steve Belichick, I guess. He's even more of a Belichick yeah. guy than Steve Belichick is, Jordy. <laughs> Gerard Belichick. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He might as well be a Belichick. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think the succession plan, there's there's got to be something to that. Now, this all smells a lot like the Josh McDaniels thing when the Crafts literally did not let Josh McDaniels go on the plane to Indianapolis after it appeared like McDaniels had accepted the job and they just didn't get on the plane. And the, and the Patriots <laughs> said, no, 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 Josh. Nope, you're going to be in lockstep with Bill. We're going to pay you all this money. Don't go to Indianapolis. Don't do it. Don't leave us. And then Josh <laughs> stayed. He stayed. And then for what? He stayed and stayed and Belichick kept kept going and kept going and kept going. And then now he's into his 70s. He's still going. No signs of letting up. He told us, I plan on being back next year when Mike Reese he asked that question after every single season. Hey, Bill, you going to be back next year? Bill's like, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I'll be back next year. I know that. <laughs> I know you guys are are sad to hear that. Uh, so, yeah. So Josh finally said, I'm hell with this. I'm going to Vegas. This guy's never going to stop coaching. So Josh didn't even wait it out. I don't know if he was ever a part of the succession plan, but you got to think maybe. Uh, and then when Josh left, you thought, well, it's got to be Patricia, right? I mean, why are you moving Patricia to offense? Because you yeah. want to get him everything, right? Now he's worked in the front office a little bit. Uh, with Belichick doing that thing, whatever he was doing, <laughs> he's in the meeting room when he's in the room with Cam Newton, whatever, whatever that story was. You got that. You got him on offense. Obviously, he was a former defensive coordinator. He was a former head coach with the Lions. You have all this his resume. So we all thought, oh, my God, Patricia's going to be the next coach, isn't he? But now is Gerard Mayo has now he jumped in line. We know it's not McDaniels. Patricia had a bad season last year. Bad look. They're kind of going to hide him probably in the front office again this year. Gerard Mayo, he's now he being groomed to be the next guy. And how should Patriots fans feel about that? I kind of love it. I kind of love Gerard Mayo. I think it would yes. make a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, it, it does. I mean, he's like I just said, he's a Bill Belichick guy. And Gerard Mayo is just he's such a phenomenal leader. And he's a very smart. He's a very smart coach. You know, he's he's going to be a head coach in his league regardless of what people think like like this is this is his the the trajectory of his coaching career he's on his way and I think people around the league they know it I think the Patriots know it the fact that they're the fact that they're going out there publicly and just talking so highly of this guy like when have they ever done this I mean you, you never you never really see this you never really see them see them go to bat for a guy to this point it just shows you how much this team loves Gerard Mayo, and it also shows you that you know they're seeing some things behind the scenes that make them look at this guy and they're thinking like, man, this could be potentially the next guy, the successor of a Bill Belichick. You don't want Belichick leaving and for everything to just fall to pieces. 
You know, you would love to have somebody there that that is that has learned under Belichick, and Gerard Mayo has tons of experience of learning under Belichick. So it's 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 a way to kind of keep the thing going, to keep the ship afloat, and 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 hopefully hopefully keep the Patriots franchise successful in the years to come. That's what it's all about, man. We're a couple weeks into 2023, Jordy, the off season, and it's already been just a completely different approach by the Patriots, right? The way they're being more forthcoming with things, information, telling us what they're doing, telling us, well, no, we're going to give Gerard a new contract and we're going to hire a new offensive coordinator, guys. You just wait and see. It's been it's been very different. Uh, so we'll have to keep on watching for what comes next. It's been fascinating so far. What's going on on Patriots Wire over the next, I mean, we're getting ready for like, what, the Senior Bowl at this point? Like what's going on with Patriots Wire as we kind of, we hit these slow weeks as we kind of build up towards March a little bit, Jordy. What are you, what are you guys working on this week? Yeah, man. You know, hey, the Patriots coaching staff—they're they're obviously the best in the world, right? Getting to coach the Shrine Bowl coming up. Let's go. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, but hey, you know, Demarcus Covington—he's—he'll be—he'll be coaching at the Senior Bowl, which is awesome. That guy deserves that opportunity. So, looking forward to that. But you know, right now, man, we're just we're. We're we're waiting on we're waiting on some of these offensive coordinator interviews to come in, and we'll probably be talking about that a little bit, and then talking talking up wide receiver talk, which seems to be a yearly thing yes. in New England land. So yeah, that that'll be a lot of fun, and you know, free free agency coming up in March and everything. There's look, man. Even though the season didn't end the way we wanted it to end, it's always fun to kind of turn turn the page. You know, take a take a take a long deep breath of fresh air, and and hopefully hopefully. Hopefully things will be better in 2023. They, I, you know what? I was getting ready to say they can't be any worse, but I'm not going to put that on the Patriots. <laughs> we'll just say hopefully they'll be better in 2023. We'll leave it at that. How's that? 100. Yeah, I mean the the Patriots now we're we're on the 2020 2023. Obviously Brady's now out, so I'm literally Jordy. I'm in the closet returning uh, recording this pod with you with my Bruins shirt on. I, I'm I'm switching over to hockey now. It's, it's <laughs> hockey time. Let's go Bruins. <laughs> so that's where we're at. It's on to the offseason. Uh, for Jordy McElroy, I'm Ryan O'Leary. Keep your uh, your eyes pinned on Patriots Wire. We'll all be watching to see what's going on with the uh, the offensive coordinator search, who they're going to potentially bring in. Is it going to be Billy O'Brien? Is it going to be somebody else? Uh, and as soon as that news breaks, Jordy and I will we'll be back on here to talk about it, man. So looking forward to that. Thanks for joining the pod. As always, we'll catch you next time. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.